All right, so I'm here with Piggy Nooka again. This is 65, 64. I don't know. I don't keep up with the numbers. I just make them. Um, um, I don't know. When were you on last time? Like six months ago? Yeah, May. It was right after Fanime because I actually rewatched that recently when you asked me uh, to come on again. And I was talking about this. It was beginning of June, I do believe. So. Yeah, we. Were, I remember just talking about My Hero Academia, which had, yeah. had a huge update. Oh, that was amazing. I mean, like, what, what did you think about the second part of, like, the season? I mean, still... Of uh, the anime? Yeah. Um, yeah, so... The an- God, some of the animated parts were, like, insane. Like, the... Uh, I forgot if when we talked, the Bakugo and uh, Todoroki fight happened yet or not. No, it, like, it, like began, but they were still in, like, the second episode or whatever. Okay, yeah, that fight was beautifully animated. It was insane, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been great. I love it. So I'm a little behind. I still haven't watched. Uh, I think I'm two episodes behind, but I'm caught up on the manga. So like, even crazier stuff is happening in the manga right now. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, it's it's hard sometimes because I try to talk about it and I'm kind of like mismatched of what's actually going on in the anime and what's going on in the manga. So yeah. I, get, I get a little I get a little lost, and I try my best not to say things that haven't happened yet. So well, I don't know. I, I sometimes I talk about the manga because you know the manga is always further ahead, like way farther ahead. <laughs> and you're like, ah, should I talk about this? Should I talk about that? No, um, but yeah. I mean, the manga got dark. It yeah. got really, really quick. Dark. Really, I don't know what happened. Like it just took like that 180, and it's kind of Are getting you- dark in the anime, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not there yet. I, of yeah, course, I'm, I'm never right. gonna. I never spoil manga because they, people are gonna be like, my, I, I'm still watching the anime because most people like the anime better. But, For sure. Are you current right now with the manga, or I'm like a chapter or two behind. So okay, so you know the Miriam. Uh, uh. <laughs> so we can, that's like the only thing we can't talk about because I. I don't know. I'm just all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say his name, and if you're caught up on the manga, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know. I think it's such a, the anime, uh, the animation style is so, so you, not super unique, but it's cool, like the way they do yeah, it. Yeah, the character design and everything mm-hmm. is great. I love it. Um, I, yeah, I love the style. It's got, it's, I mean, it's very anime, but it almost has this, like, slightly American feel to it, which I enjoy. Because, I mean, America always has great character... Well, I won't say always. In most American animation, there's great character and uh, design, which is, I feel, lackluster in Japan, because it's a lot of the same same face, same body type. We just swap some hair and different clothes on him, which I think in My Hero Academia, especially with uh, quirks, like changing their bodies and stuff you have a lot of room to expand and create like wonderful silhouettes for the characters that are really recognizable so yeah i don't know how i like all the designs and stuff it, it gets like you know all the i don't know how you keep i don't keep up with the superpowers that's uh, my only issue i can't keep up with like so this guy's the rock guy this guy's the i remember yeah the guy i the get house. lost sometimes too the only pe- I people i know is bakugo todoroki and of course Deku. Deku, yeah. My favorite. My, my good, good boy. Um, yeah, no, I keep up with some of them. My, Deku's my favorite. My second favorite character is Mina, who actually just had, like, a little bit in the manga. That's the pink girl that just has acid. Oh, 
Uh-huh. So I, I just like her character design. I think she's so cute. I love her hero uniform. It's like everything terrible. Like it just it's cheesy and kind of like ninety. She reminds me of nineties Lisa Frank. <laughs> but <clears throat> I also really like her personality. And then uh, I really like uh, Coda, who just he was. He's like an episode or two behind. He's the the rock looking guy that doesn't have rock powers. I could probably say what he does since they actually showed it but he's the one who controls animals oh yeah I, I didn't notice that like some of them have strange strange powers i was like what does he do what does he do and then yeah i mean they, they never talk about it until like just what happened in the last episode when him and uh juro i think her name is the weird earplug girl had their fight against i think it was present mike was the teacher they were up against in their test mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah that, but... i think that's cool that they're fighting the teachers it's like i don't know but then it gets super dark and then i you know i don't i want to see yeah that. uh but yeah that's like i don't know my hero academia i don't know i think it's my top three now i would say yeah it's definitely my favorite series ongoing series right now um it's a little weird because like i'm excited for the anime but i'm not as excited for it because i know what's happening so like it's not as exciting as like oh my god what happens in this episode because like another anime I've been watching this season is uh, Kakegurui if you've seen that one uh, uh, it's a gambling anime with girls I think I think I've seen an episode this this is the problem with me I watch like an episode then I forget about the series and I, I forgot that I watched it like I'm still sure. <laughs> I haven't watched all of Food Wars and people are still telling me to watch it I'm like. <laughs> gotta catch up next new season's next season there's, so there's a new season see i i didn't know that that's like yeah it's, i mean it's not started yet but it's next season it's very i mean they're probably gonna have like a week or two break between seasons but it's gonna start like next month yeah but yeah i mean i i catch up and then i, I forget that there's this anime i was watching and like i don't know netflix has also been coming out with anime which i was like what the heck you know i watched yeah, Castle... release schedules so yeah yeah like there's this one Castlevania it was a game I used to play, and I yeah watched, the Castlevania anime yeah and I watched it and I was like my gosh this like I, they made it into a series, but then I, I was so pissed because it was four episodes, I was like yeah I was like what how can you do this? Well, it was I think they were doing like a test to see because it, it's it's actually not an anime it's an American made cartoon, so uh, I think they were trying it out to see what the reaction was, and it was very very good. So they got funding for more episodes. I, I think it was like eight more episodes, so it might be a full season now. So I don't blame them. I mean, some of the fight scenes and they were a little little choppy. I over I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I thought it was great. I love the style of it. I I rewatched episodes like three times (laughs) they're so so, i don't know the 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 voice acting i don't know i don't know when i watched it it was all english so i i'm pretty sure it's just english but it was yeah yeah, so so it was like to me like and the 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 monotone voice the way they talk it was just like you know because i usually watch subbed i mean i Mm -hmm. i I do prefer certain series that are um dubbed um i mean like i could name a few of course and then the new Death Note movie, which I I don't know why people gave it so much hate. I thought it was okay. I didn't. Th- I thought. I thought if you went into it and you thought it was going to be terrible, it was amazing. I laughed so hard yes. through the whole thing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, and especially if you like, people were so attached to the storyline, like the way it's supposed to be. 
like from either the manga or the anime they're like it has to be this way i'm like it doesn't have to be this way they're gonna add their own it's gonna be americanized whatever that means yeah i mean i didn't prefer i mean it would have been great if it was an actually good movie but i love bad movies Mm -hmm. and so like I was, we were dying, cracking up. We watched it a few <laughs> days after it came out and we had a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We actually watched it the day after again, except we did like a drunk commentary on it for my boyfriend's podcast, Real Nerd Hours. But I got too drunk and I fell asleep halfway. Like it was like near the end of the movie. I was like, I need to lay down. And they're like, okay. And then they're like, Nikki, come, come back up. You need to finish the commentary. And I just fall asleep on this bed in the living room. <laughs> Yeah, it's so that's it was. I don't know. I was it was really bad. It wasn't like super bad, but it was it, it was interesting. I thought yeah. it. I thought I. I don't know. Ryuk's voice was great. Whoever did that voice was amazing. Um, but oh yeah, I remember the the what we ca- the worst part about it was lights overacting for I, light was the worst part <laughs> of that whole thing. He would have a seizure behind the table. I'm like looking at him like, what are you doing? So one of the jokes that me and my boyfriend and my roommate made was uh, Death Note is an episode of Malcolm in the Middle, it feels like, because of the way they, like, kind of talk and the way Light reacts to things. He looks kind of like Malcolm. Mm -hmm. And then we were making fun of Elle and we're like, it's Stevie. Like, like I I don't know if you're too young for that show or not, if you watch that or. Yeah, I've watched it. Yeah, that was because, of course, Breaking (laughs) Bad. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I need to grab a charger for my headphones. Apparently, they're dying. Go for it. Okay, I, can, I, can, I can tell people about other stuff. Go. Okay. So, okay. I'll be right back. All right. Um, well, I guess I guess I was going to talk about guests next week. Um, <laughs> next week, I have, of course, going back on that cosplay, having cosplayers on, Kerrigan Taylor, I believe. Uh, let me make sure I got that right. I don't know. Hold on. Uh, thanks, guys, for being patient. I believe it is. Yeah, Kirigan. Uh, let me let me look this up. Okay, guys. Okay, we good. All right, all right. So <laughs> next week's guest is going to be Kirigan Taylor, I believe. That's how you spell it. I don't know. Say it. Cosplaying or something. I forget what she does. But that'll be fun. I gotta. I haven't had many cosplayers on, so it's like for me, I'm like, I need more of my anime nerds because I'm talking to other people like sciencey dudes, you know, or you know, yeah, you know, people that do other stuff, and I'm like, oh, I need to talk to this person. Yeah, but yeah, I love anime. I can't. I don't know. I've also people people really like. There's this one anime, not real life. Real life was good. I don't know if you ever seen that, but it was a. Uh, Oh, that was really good. And actually, I heard I heard good things about it. I just, yeah, I keep. I, I have a list. I need to just go through and just watch things. But it's hard because I get really busy and I tend to work a lot. Like this last week, I was why I couldn't uh, do our our recording. That when you wanted to originally was I got a freelance job for animation that I was working into the night, and now like. I, it's very hard to work and read subtitles at the same time. <laughs> and like now this week I've been, I got another animation job I'm working on. And then I'm also doing wig commissions, like after my eight hours of working on animation. So I've, 
now I'm, I, I, I should be watching new cartoons I want to watch, but just today I started rewatching cartoons I'd already seen, and I'm like, why? Why? I need to, like, actually get down my list of things I need to watch. I shouldn't be rewatching things. Oh, yeah, rewatching things. I, I like doing that. I've rewatched so much stuff, but yeah, that's not. I have a list, too, and it's a long list, and you're never going to get through it all because it's like, well, I want to watch this one first, then I'll watch that one, then I'll watch this one. I just. I don't know. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I need to finish. If I watch something, I have to finish the whole thing or else I'll never, yeah. never watch it because, but then there's also ones I got obsessed with, which people, you know, especially the non-mainstream or, or like the, 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 the weird kind of anime. I don't know what people like to call them, but like I got into, I forget what it was. It was like, it was just like a normal day, everyday kind of anime. And, like, this husband loses the wife, and the wife, he, he raises this child. I forget what it's called. It's a really popular anime. What was it? What was it? Oh, my Races God. Races There was two series to it. There's, like, it was called The After Story, the second part. Oh, Clannad. Yes, yes, yes. That was so sad. Mm-hmm. I think I, that's the only anime I've ever cried. Oh like, man! I was like, man, this is this sucks. He's drunk all the time. Like, can you, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah, I need to watch it. But uh, that's another one on my list. Though I know everything that happens. That's one of my best friend's favorite anime, and he told me like, I just sobbed. I just sobbed, and we like me and him love sad anime. Uh, our favorite anime together. Actually, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Uh, on Ohana. Oh, it, is that what the? Everyone loves that one. If I've seen like a few. <laughs> It's hard for me to get attached to a series like those because I'm like, hmm, 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 because I'm always nitpicking and stuff. Like, there's this one on Netflix. I forget what it was, but it's like, he's like, he like saves demons or gets rid of demons from people. And like, it's more of a American, like they talk like, like the boondocks. Is it Neo Yokio? Yes, yes. I, that's, it's so funny. You, it is not serious whatsoever. And I mean... <laughs> If you, I, I remember hearing about it. The, a guy from the band Vampire Weekend wrote the show, and then Jaden Smith is the one who's acting as the main character, Kaz. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it's just got stars in it. I, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> the way they talk is like Boomdoc style. If anyone's ever, yeah, it's on Netflix. I mean, everybody has Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, I, I don't know what you're doing. But like, it's so. It's like they're talking like smack, but like, you know, it's like boomdock style. So they're like, what's up? And, and it, the, the the show is ridiculous, but I love it. I mean, like, yeah, it, it is amusing. I love all the bad. Like, you can tell that it just is not taking itself seriously, <laughs> especially the part with the giant Toblerone. Yeah, the Toblerone. <laughs> the Toblerone. He brings it in and he's like, you can't have the Toblerone. But uh, I wanted to jump back and say about Anohana, um, my best, I, that was a series I couldn't get to into at first. I watched the first three episodes and I was like, eh. and uh, I lived with my best friend for a bit. And uh, one day I walked in to the house and I saw him and he was just on his desk going like this, just like sobbing, like, like he couldn't breathe. And I was like, oh my God, Josh, are you okay? And I look at his computer and this anime is on it. And he's just like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. And since both of us love torturing ourselves, I was like, I need to watch this. So I watched the anime and it, 
it broke me. Oh God, it made me cry so hard. Like for a week, if I heard the ending theme of the song, I'd just start crying, which he thought was funny because he was over it already. So he'd just like walk up to me with his phone and play the song and watch me cry. But uh, Anohana had a movie came that came out and uh, they did a very small US release at certain theaters. And luckily they released it in uh, Portland, Oregon. So I love the series so much. I actually, it was funny. I actually was working at anime. I went to anime expo, I think. And I was working for, as like an Anohana character for a a booth inside anime, uh, anime expo. And then I flew back, got off the plane and then drove immediately to the theater so I could see the movie (laughs) in Portland and met my best friend there. And the theater wasn't very full because it's not a it, it's a popular series, but it's not mainstream. And the first five seconds of the movie, the main girl talks, and I just started crying. And both of us just cried for the whole duration of like the two hours. And at the very end of the movie, they replay like the most sad scene of the anime, and both my best friend and I are like hugging each other and like audibly sobbing in the theater and people in the theater started laughing at us because we were just so loud and emotional mm-hmm. so yeah you should watch anohana it's really good <laughs> if, you to, uh, if you want to be depressed for a week watch anohana oh my gosh I don't, I don't know if i could handle that i mean i did clan ad and i was like you know i i think i, I went to i went to sleep and i was like man this is terrible uh what am i doing with my life it's like just, just like i felt like i was in his situation like, I was like, man, I got to raise a kid tomorrow. I'm like, I don't have a kid. What, what am I doing? Yeah. And I cry. Yeah. I, I've, I've never cried during an anime. I mean, like, you know, they're inanimate objects to me. But this one just, I mean, I spent like I, 60 episodes just through this guy's life. And it ended like that. I was just like, I couldn't handle it. And then they came out with the after story. And I was like, this is some whack. Because it, it was just like a continuation, but a different type of story. Yeah, I heard which it was also pretty, sad. That one was. The, yeah, I heard got super upset. I heard a lot of people say that was actually the more depressing of the two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, I, you and I are complete opposites because I cry at absolutely everything. So, oh my. I, my boyfriend makes fun of me because, like, actually, while we were watching My Hero Academia, I've cried multiple episodes of that because Deku's mom makes me so happy that I just start crying out of happiness. Uh, there's another series I really like that I got him into. He's not very into shoujo series, and in all honesty, I'm not either. But there's a few I really like, and I watched um, Ori Monogatari. Yeah, that's what it was. My love story. Did you see that one with I've the big buff? Yes, dude? yes, yes. The I've seen a couple episodes. See, these are like the ones I like skip through. Or at- uh, I, I really liked Ori Monogatari. I think it's my favorite shoujo I've ever seen in my entire life, and. That was another one. I would cry. I'd tell Chet, I would be like, that's my boyfriend. I'd be like, I, I was crying so hard at this episode. He's like, why? It doesn't seem sad. I'm like, I'm just so happy that they're in love. <laughs> so I'm the kind of person, if something makes me extremely happy, I start crying. I also get extremely emotional at any sort of sad thing that happens. <laughs> Mostly love related. If two people are in love and they can't be together, I'll just lose it and start crying. Mm-hmm. What's like the, the the most mysterious kind of anime or like the? Because I watched this one, it was like, 
like this cube falls from the sky like there's these he's this this dude pops out of the cube and like it was like the weirdest anime i've ever s- mysterious and of course it becomes unmysterious after like 10 episodes but mm-hmm. like he brings like power sources and i'm like what's going on here this guy like I forget what it was called, but it was Secrets yeah. of a Kingdom or something. It was, like, the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I've never... But what is, like, the weirdest or, like, mysterious or whatever that you ever... Of course, JoJo's Bar- Bizarre Adventure. I mean, that blew my mind. I was like, nose hairs, really? We've gone this far. <laughs> yeah, actually, so I really like paranormal and psychological anime, so I've seen all kinds of weird anime. Um, but the two that pop into my head first is... One of my favorite anime of all time, which is Boogie Pop Phantom. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard yeah, of that right. one. Yeah, that was, uh, I think it came out late late 90s in Japan and then released in America around like 2003 or four. Uh, that is a really weird anime that doesn't make a lot of sense until you really start diving into the series because it's actually based off a series of light novels in Japan. And they decided to animate like four books in. I actually don't know why they did that. Um, but the first, it's really slow. I don't, it's, I'll kind of explain it since I guess there's not really spoilers. It's only, it's 12 episode series and it's about how this beam of light shone in the sky and kids who saw the beam of light, some of them started gaining superpowers and, but they're not like my hero academia superpowers are like, a lot of them are fucked up. Um, and they while so there are these kids that have superpowers and there's rumors going around that people are being spirited away by this entity called the boogie pop and she apparently takes teenagers and spirits them away and they go missing and if you just watch that series it makes no sense uh it each episode is based off one per- is one person's story, and there are little connections. In you know, in other episodes, you'll like see a character you saw before, or like in an episode, you'll see a character that comes in later in the series, and so that explains that part of the series. But you're like, why did this happen? This makes no sense. So they made a Japanese movie, like a live action movie, like kind of, af- I, I, I'm honestly not sure why they made it. It must've been mildly popular in Japan enough, uh, but they made a live action movie that was absolutely terrible, but it gave the backstory of why those things happened. And then, uh, but it still all wasn't coming together. And then a company named seven seas in America who did, uh, does manga and light novel translation, brought over the first four novels as well as an offshoot manga that is within the same universe but isn't like the same characters and then a manga of the what the movie was and then that but they didn't finish releasing all the novels so there's no way any american unless they know japanese can actually take in the whole series because it's like a 16 light novel series <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hate so, when it happens because then I'm like, oh, I wish I knew what 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 happened there. But yeah, but it's it's really that that anime is really fucked up. To give some some backstory, that there's a second episode where this guy he sees these spiders on people's chests. Like he sees the light, and then he starts seeing these spiders on people's chests, and then he starts going around and ripping the spiders off people and eating them. 
Like, it's really weird. <laughs> and then there's, like, a, a kid later on who has the power to explode things. So there's a pretty gruesome part where he, like, explodes a kitten. So it's it's really dark and really weird. But it was the anime that got me to start liking psychological and horror anime. So I hold it as my, my favorite anime. <laughs> Forget it. I remember Parasite was one of mine. Uh, yeah, Parasite's really good. I was like, those are, like, so different like i like stuff that doesn't make any sense to me i mean of course i mean like there's there's stuff that is like super complex like rick and morty is really complex but it's fun like it's not different it's different from that um and then you have anime i mean i I hold that yeah i mean i'd still hold it as a comedy over i mean it is it's dark humor but it's, it's still humor yeah but it's like it's 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 like it twists like there's so much detail and everything like there's like i mean you talk about conspiracy theories. I mean, Rick and Morty has like 40, 50 conspiracy theories. I mean, like the, the, the this Rick is that Rick. That Rick is not really the Rickety Rick. And you're, you're talking about like interdimensional travel. And you can't explain stuff because it's interdimensional. It's not time travel. Like if it was time travel, we could figure this out. But it's like it's like the other way of uh, time time traveling. <laughs> Get off the podcast, Chet. What? I, I, I like welcoming new guests. Just come on. Okay, well, that's <laughs> okay Chet. More like, I'll see you later. Oh, are you going? Yes. Okay, I love you. <laughs> All right, that's nice. All right. Okay, just for anyone listening, oh, you know, the, there was a. I said hi to him, so let's see. Yeah. Hopefully, you heard him. Locked in. Oh, uh, so yeah, that's like I don't know, like Rick and Morty. I've never. I think it's the best kind of comedy now. I don't know why. It's interesting. I've never seen anything so complicated like that. I mean, like, the story goes on for a lot. Like, I don't know what's going on half the time. I'm just laughing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at, at a base level, and I, what I think most people take it as, it's just, it's a dark comedy. It's, mm-hmm. it's a fucked up comedy. I mean, if you really want to get into the nitty gritty of things, you can. But I don't think it, it's necessary to enjoy it. Um, which I feel like some of the anime we were talking about previously, those aren't comedies and like parasite and boogie pop phantom and, and that's the stuff you do like you need to immerse yourself in and it's not a that is not a sit and have it on on the side while you giggle kind of thing because i mean parasite has some funny moments but it's pretty fucked up and then like boogie pop phantom is not funny at all there's no humor in it at all it is all dark and uh weird so yeah yeah i mean like i don't know some some anime gets really dark like i don't know i just can't like once it gets to a certain point i'm like nope not watching this is too dark i i, I love that kind of stuff uh i actually there's a really good anime called shinsekai yori have you seen it no i haven't seen that it's a sci-fi kind of psychological when i say sci-fi though i it's more it's not like space it's more of like like sci, like a different world kind of sci-fi. But I when an, I know a lot of people think space when they think sci-fi, but this is like the only way I can think to describe it. But the anime, the first five minutes of the anime open up in like modern day Tokyo, and this kid is walking around, and these people, he's walking by them, and they're like exploding, like bursting with blood everywhere, and there's like blood everywhere. And then so that and it, it shows like a modern day time. And then suddenly the anime switches and starts following. It almost seems like a uh, 
old tiny kind of culture in Japan. Uh, they'd have no electronics. Uh, and everybody in this town has psychic powers and they go to like a psychic, all the kids go to this psychic school to learn how to hone their abilities. But the kids start noticing that kids that can't control their powers are disappearing and never being seen again. And it follows the story of this one girl and her, her learning of her culture and her society and what is actually going on. And it get, Oh my God. I, I can't say what happens because it's so fun. It, it's like such a mind blow when you figure it out, but it gets, once you figure out how everything connects and what is actually going on, it is such a total mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I highly recommend it though. It's really good. So. Yeah. I, I remember, I forget what this anime was, but it was, I think it was Baka something. It was like Bakugo, not Baku, something like that. <laughs> That's, we're not, we ain't talking about um, murder explode man. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so hard to like like I like stuff that I don't understand. Like if I'm watching, I mean, of course, if it's visually appealing, like I'm just like all these colors. Like I mean, colorful anime makes me like like all dizzy. I just look around and look around. And I'm like, well, at least so many colors. That usually gets me. That's why I like Sailor Moon because it's so colorful. <laughs> like nothing, nothing can. Like, if you just throw colors at me, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's why I like that. I mean, not necessarily the story, just because I'm not interested in the story as much as mo- other people. I mean, like, oh, I remember I said, ah, Sailor Moon's pretty good. I think it's visually appealing. And then, woo, you just get destroyed by, like, 20, 30 people. Sailor Moon's the best. I'm like, no. I don't know. It's not the best. It is a a cultural icon for anime and definitely a, a huge milestone for the uh genre the type I, I don't know what to call it but it's got it's horde of problems mm-hmm. especially sailor the new sailor moon i stopped i know it's gotten better but i couldn't watch the first season because it was so poorly animated <laughs> yeah so, what, what is like what is the difference between bad animation and good animation to you um i mean the thing is Sometimes I can deal with bad animation if the story's good enough, but um, in my eyes, it's really showing emotion not only in your character's face, but also in their um, body movements. And uh, like, you can you can get a lot like a lot of people like a lot of anime tend to focus on the face and their movements are very rigid. But even in like you can you can do a lot without saying a word like to get a feeling across. And then um, things that really push the boundaries for me in good animation is when you you break uh, the monotony. I mean, like when I think of anime, I think of a lot of it has very samey looks, which I think I told you earlier in this about character design and with animation, a lot of them don't think about squash and stretch, which are really uh, important fundamentals for animation that American cartoons use a lot. And uh, you don't need to take them to an extreme when you're doing realistic kind of stuff, but uh, doing stuff like that, um, like that, that's beautiful to me. There's like, for example, there's an anime that came out called Ping Pong. If you, I don't know if you saw it. It came out a few seasons ago, and it was 
revered as being very ugly because <laughs> it, it was very loose animation and the characters were not typical anime characters. I mean, it is anime because it is a Japanese animation, but I don't think any any person would look at that and say, that's anime. Um, I watched the first two episodes. My boyfriend actually sat and watched through the whole thing. I need to sit and do it myself. Uh, but the animation is just gorgeous. Like they really uh, were really creative with the styles and techniques they chose to use for it. And that, that kind of stuff is where I'm like, whoa. And I I do that for all animation. doesn't matter what country it's from. I'm an animation student. So if you do something interesting that I haven't seen before, that's really what's going to catch my attention. Yeah, 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 like, I don't know, it's like something visually, I mean, I I think animation is like, it's so deaf it's so because there's so many different fields, like different stuff, you know, you know, I have a lot of friends who do the, like, the YouTube animations, so it's like, it's like the, the, the oh, I don't know why, wait, but like, it's, <laughs> it's the, 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 like the, you know, storytelling animations, I love those, and they're not mm-hmm. really like so, they're not as time consuming as like making like a an episode. <laughs> So, yeah, but they're, they're not as much motion and stuff. But when I see like them doing stuff like, you know, the face, I don't know. I focus on the face. I think that's why they do it. I'm not sure. Just me as like a watcher. Like I don't look at people's legs. I don't look at what's going on with their feet unless they're moving really fast and there's cut scenes everywhere or something. But yeah, but when you, I mean, a lot of uh, people don't pay attention to those kind of things. And I, I don't love that being an animation student, those things, things stick out to me um also your camera froze i don't know if you're oh uh okay sorry yeah it it was it's working now sorry (laughs) but uh yeah uh like for me uh there's like you can animate a leg um just like going like or here like if i i can animate an arm going like this and just be really rigid and like, eh, eh, eh. but certain things like when you pull your arm up, your hand would actually kind of trail behind your arm and be a secondary motion. And then when you like come up to the top, it would keep following and then maybe like go like that. And little things like that can add a lot of life and movement to uh, your animations and actually make your character feel alive rather than this puppet that you put little like tacks on its joint and you're moving it around. Mm-hmm, like Pinocchio and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like, I always think paper dolls or like when I was little, I made little paper um, like puppets in elementary school and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the flow. I don't know what it is, but then I don't know. Sometimes it's, you know, realistic. I mean, like, like the, I mean, you can, that's why I love anime over, I mean, that's why you can't really, I find it, you know, they try to bring over, make American, make movies like Death Note and other movies yeah. similar. It's hard to, because the way they move, the way they, they animate and everything, it's, you can't really do that in a live action. So for me, it's like, how are you going to incorporate it without making it look ridiculous? Because if they tried some of those stunts, the way they do them in the anime, it wouldn't look right. I mean, the worst Dragon Ball Evolution, I can't, like, that was the, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I've, yeah, I haven't seen that, so my boyfriend says we're going to have to have a watching of it so I can hate it. <laughs> I've never I've never had disdain for a, 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 a movie like that. Like, I mean, any live action, I mean, I think Roboni Catch is probably the best, uh, but that was in Japanese, it was in American. Um, yeah, a lot of live action Japanese things, actually. I mean, they do a good job. 
And I think it's because they understand the, I mean, they're Japanese. They understand the source material and how it needs to get across a bit more than American movies. I, American, I mean, it's hard to get funding for movies. And uh, they, I mean, I'm hoping it kind of changes with some of the new, newer movies that have been coming out. Um, but, I mean, there's a certain format that you, that most people stick to thinking that's going to make the money. And It's all about that it, Marvel. That's what it, everyone it, says. I know I'm not a Marvel fan. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I like Doctor Strange. I thought um, I, I haven't read the comics, but I really enjoyed the uh, all the special effects in there were absolutely amazing. Like, whew. so yeah, it's str- it's strange that that we can do Marvel like comic books from here, but we can't do anime. It, it just finds me. It's like really, this is like. Like, I think anime is the next thing after Marvel's done, because it's going to end. Like, people, people are, I'm telling people it's going to end in about, I'll say four, maybe five years, 2023. That's my prediction. I don't know. They, they, they got no. that Marvel calendar that's all the way planned out to, like, 2030. <laughs> look, look, I, I feel like this is going to die off because people are going to notice patterns. Because right now, I, I'm starting to notice patterns. I still enjoy every Marvel movie. Not going to lie. But they got, they got, they're just going to expand, which I think is what's going to make them last a little longer, maybe 20, 25 or something like that. Because you want different characters, you want different everything. So they're going to make different characters. The Avengers is going to be dead. It's going to be dead. There's a, you can't make an Avengers movies 20 times. I just, it's not going to happen. I mean, like maybe 10 times. I'm predicting 10 to 11 times. Well, uh, I mean, I can see them t- like when. Marvel movies first started coming out. I, I enjoyed them. I liked X Men and stuff like that. But I just uh, it was very samey. Every every movie felt the same. And I recently, as somebody who's not a fan of of those kinds of movies, I've liked more of those movies. Mm-hmm. I liked Doctor Strange. I liked. <clears throat> I finally watched Deadpool. I really enjoyed that movie. Logan was amazing. That was one of, probably one of the best movies I saw this last. It was this year it came out. Um, and stuff like, and, and Guardians of the Galaxy too was fun and beautiful. Uh, I think they're gonna. I mean, it's showing that those movies are making money. Especially, I know Deadpool and Logan made a lot of money, and now they're gonna start trying not to, to kid down as many of the movies, um, which is both good and bad. So, but I mean, some of those comics were made for older people to enjoy. So we shouldn't be like a kidify like kiddying them up so that kids kids can see it and kids can get those money uh like there's still plenty of adults that go to the movies and we don't want to see like oh yeah this this person fell down but they hit something soft and now they're fine and in jail like i want to see somebody like die and like fucking screw somebody up emotionally which i guess i I know a lot of people go to the movies and like even watch anime as an escape from their own life. So they want to see happy and happiness and things succeeding. And I guess I like, maybe I'm a little fucked up because I like seeing things where characters are emotionally distressed and have to deal with their problems and stuff like that. So That is really fucked up because I don't know. I, I, I don't want anyone to die. I usually want everyone to succeed in an anime. Even a Marvel movie, I mean, like I, I like seeing failure and then coming back from that. But I don't want to. I don't know. I just think they I, they they need. I, a, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Yeah, it's hard. Go to, ahead. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Like I don't know. It's sometimes it gets too dark. 
I don't think you uh, you just limit your audience when you do something that dark. I mean, like I'm gonna go watch Saw. I watched it. I mean, that's something that that, that it's dark. It wasn't a lot of killing. Well, there's there's a little. There are a lot of killing. I wouldn't saw that movie. That was a pretty gory movie. I like that movie. It was great. I hope that changes how horror movie. I, that's another thing. I'm a huge horror fan, so maybe those things don't affect. It's it's funny because I'm actually the biggest crybaby in the world, and I hate gore, but I love horror movies. And the movie and the shows and things that I like the most are. It's not that I want to see somebody die, but or get hurt or anything like that. But I think that does change your, like when fucked up things happen to you, that changes your character and hardens you or like in Logan, for example, um, that, I mean, it was fucked up because, uh, what's his face? Wheelchair guy, his name. Xavier. Xavier is like fucking senile, like, mm-hmm. like slowly dying and, and Logan, like watching the depression of Logan, uh, like having to take care of to take care of this man that he really looked up to and who really helped him, and watching him degrade into was essentially a vegetable was, I mean, it was heartbreaking. But that really pushed him forward, and and then having his um, spoilers, but it's been long enough. I don't care. Having his child show up, and uh, like then kind of taking this hard and like this this hard shell and breaking it and making him soft and caring a bit again i don't know stuff like that means a lot more to me when you're coming from something really like from a really dark place and like opening yourself up to like caring and being compassionate and stuff like that i guess so yeah yeah i don't know i love horror too i mean that movie it was like like they did that right and i don't know what it is maybe it's that kid from stranger things that just I don't know. He like he, he made me laugh, and he also made me like just laugh in a horror situation. Like I've never, I mean, you know, most horror situations, I'm like, dude, just you need to run, you need to book it. Like just go here, go there, you know. And you know, I'm like, you know, Georgie, are you stupid? Like I just want to slap Georgie sometimes. I'm like, Georgie, there's a there, there's a clown in a drain. You don't register this in your mind. I was your age, okay? I'm not going to any clown on a drain. Of course, I was afraid of clowns because. <laughs> my sixth no fourth birthday i remember we had a, a clown that made a was that balloons and stuff and, yeah and he, he he came up to me and he was gonna make me like a oh like a, he was making a horse or a cat or a dog or something i don't remember it blew up in my face and then he went ha ha, ha. he laughed at me and i was like this this i'm never talking to like i went to the corner sat there waited to that guy you know you know i think they're paid by the hour so it was like he was there for like two hours and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not, uh, you know, I was just sitting there. I hid in the bouncy house as well. Just, oh, my God. And then the clown started bouncing at you. <laughs> no, no. Look, this is the scariest thing to me. He came up, like, you know, next to the net. And I was, like, looking at him, like, oh, my gosh. Like, what do I do in this situation? Of course, I'm, like, four or five years old. Don't really know what's going on with my life. I'm looking at him. He just smiling, saying, hey, come over here. I'm like, not going over there okay i mean of course there was like six seven other kids in front of him so unless you <laughs> kidnap us all i don't know how that would work but of course then i watched the movie it about two years or three years later from that period and i was like and of course that that made me it's afraid of clouds. Life. yeah the, the, i've never i i stopped like if, if there's a clown anywhere I'm not talking. That's why that Ronald McDonald dude just creeps me out. If anyone wears that suit ever again, 
I'm not talking to you. Do not approach me. I will be defensive because it's not it's not something that I but but then I'm like oh, but I went and watched it and it was amazing. I don't know why. Maybe because yeah, it was I mean it was. Uh, I actually so as a horror fan, um, I don't I didn't actually get scared and I feel like I don't want to consider it a horror movie. Like it was a very suspenseful film, but it felt more like an action adventure movie than anything. It didn't have the same. Um, build up as horror movies tend to mm-hmm. and especially like if you see the old it like especially where they're going with it next like the second part i hope they change some things for this new movie because they've hated the old movie with uh when, when they're adults that That's whole so part d- they're so dumb right like <laughs> and i mean i was um both i i had uh, there's this movie review uh, people I really like called Red Letter Media, and I went and watched the review of it uh, before I went and saw the new movie, and they did compare and contrast of the old movie to the new movie. And there were a couple things they brought up. I never read the book, but apparently, mm. I mean, spoilers, but it doesn't make any sense, so who cares? Apparently, it, so like, part of the, in the book, and it is. There's this like cosmic space turtle mm-hmm. that like that, created. They're the two. They're both created at the same period. I've read all Stephen King books. I love. Them. Oh, okay, yeah. So you know what? I, okay, I, okay. Like when they when they told when they talked about it, I was like, "What the hell?" Like I was like, "That sounds so confusing and weird." And I mean, if you're a fan of it, like, but it sounds like the mm-hmm. majority of people were very. Uh, this book is very weird and very Stephen King is very weird dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That dude chain smokes and writes for twenty four hours. That that yeah. he's he's a master. I mean, there's no one better. Of course, I do not recommend any of his audiobooks. If he reads an audiobook, do not do not purchase any audiobook read by him because it's the most boring, monotone voice. There's certain things you can't do and he can't do voices. So I I, I do not recommend that, but his 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 universes all collide, like oh okay, it's in the same universe. The turtle, the turtle and it are cosmic forces. So there's like, uh, of course, there's, these are all theories because Stephen King never explains shit. So it's like the turtle, it were well, it is basically that. It's not the clown. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, just the entity. It's like an alien, like an alien thing. Like, it, but I say okay. alien, like as more just a a thing that isn't from Earth. Mm-hmm. So when, like, how I explain it to people is like, okay, the Big Bang happened. It and the turtle were created. The turtle fights it. It fights <laughs> the turtle. I'm sorry. Just like I like I hearing hearing this like and th- and knowing that you're talking about Stephen King like prior to me watching this review of it. I didn't know that a space turtle was canon in Stephen King's universe. And the turtle, they can take any form, any shape. They can be anyone. They can be anything. So, you know, there's always a hypothesis that one of the kids is the turtle. And that's why he can, they can defeat it because the turtle is everything. It is, they're both everything. They can become anything they want to be. That's why Mm -hmm. um, he decided to become a clown. He decided this is what he was going to do. He wants to scare people. He wants to be this because he's the evil side. It's like... And he can take on the, the, the visage of anybody's fears, which they show throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And Stephen King's books, if you read them all, they're all they're all in the same universe. All the, the certain things that happen here are in the same universe. Like, it's been in other books. Oh. It, his, he, it has been in other books, not necessarily as a clown or as Pennywise or whatever you want to call him. 
it's hard to say because it's it and it doesn't really have a, a there's no physical thing it's like it's like you know a, he's pretty much a demigod or like you know whatever you want to call him so he <clears throat> he he's in many other books he's, he appears in many of his stories so he's a constant character that's going but the turtle is also a constant and when people talk about the turtle they don't know shit about the turtle and it's hard for <laughs> And people are like, do you know who the turtle is? Like, dude, you don't know who the turtle is. You have to read all of his books because, especially in, I forget, Dome. Dome is when there's this big dome. I think that's Stephen King. But he basically, uh, the turtle becomes, is a person. It's a person. He's the person and he, he evolves and shit. And it, it, he fights it, which is not necessarily it because it's not, it's a different person. But you, it's like connections like that. But I know, the fucking yeah. turtle. It's hard to explain, dude. No, it's all good. It, it's just like from somebody who I hasn't. I mean, I tried to read uh, Stephen King when I was younger because I got really into horror uh, books when I would Goosebumps was big when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I did the transition from young adult to adult novels, uh, I remember my mom gave me a Stephen King book. But I was like 15, 16 and I was or maybe 14 and I was absolutely disgusted at the thought of people having sex and those books have sex of them. So I remember I got to a part and I was just done. I was like, nope, I don't want to read this detailed part about people banging. Like, so I never got into reading. I remember my mom read The Cell by Stephen King and she gave it to me and said, this one doesn't have any sex in it. You can read it. But within like the first three chapters, uh, Stephen, King, like I was even disgusted about people being naked just because I was like I was really sheltered and and shy. And I remember in the beginning of Cell, like Stephen King spends like three pages describing this guy's dong flopping while he's like a zombie running around naked. I'm like I don't want to read this. I'm done. So the only the only things I watched were it, new and old, and then I think it's Stephen King. Rose Red was a. T- for TV movie that happened when I was in like middle high school, and it scared the shit out of me. I should rewatch it. It's probably bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, the turtle is something that you can't really explain to people because it's a. Uh... And also, it was in it was in it. You if you didn't see it, most people don't. Yeah, uh, I don't. Well, before I went in, I uh, watched that review, so I noticed that. A, a lot of turtle references in the in the movie, like when he's in Georgie's room and he picks up the Lego turtle. Like I figured that was a ref- like there were a lot of random turtles in the movie. Okay, so then, like, the tent put- the tent part was also a really big clue because uh, the turtle can be anything pretty much. Like it. Um, mm-hmm. The question is, who is the turtle? Um, is it the the what's the the black kid? The, the other kid? There's like three people that you know we are suspecting there's a turtle or that the turtle it helped them in some way because uh, you know there was certain things that weren't explained very well and you're mm-hmm. like well how'd that happen like who, who who told you this like it's not it's not something that we were told but it was it was explicitly there and like things you knew if you read the novel mm-hmm. kind of stuff and i mean don't i'm not gonna lie i've read stephen i've read all of his books i mean he has like 50 60 books so it's like yeah he's a big author <laughs> I need a tough read, man. Like you don't need to write that long. There's no, you don't know, don't need help. Tell me how dark the dark this room is, okay? Like mm-hmm. chill out. Like too much detail is too much detail. But you know, of course, that's why people love him. Of course, that's why I love him because he explains things. You know, there's a lot of things. I mean, like if you watch a lot of TV shows or movies or anything anime, a lot of things isn't explained. 
Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, are we going to ever know why that happened or why this didn't happen? Stephen Klein explains it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I like um, when I'm watching shows and stuff, I like being engaged and um, it's nice to have things figured out for you. But uh, I like I like spent I, I enjoy when they're explained, but I like going along with the show and like figuring out what's going on. And if something is left up to the uh, viewer's imagination, it's also very fun to like come up with your own theories about what's happening though it kind of sucks when you're the only person who likes doing that and you have nobody to share what you think is going on yeah so which i've had happen a lot because like my boyfriend he likes things for face value and doesn't like getting into all that crazy stuff most of the time and i'm like chat watch this crazy like psychological show with me and he's like no i think i'm okay yeah i love i love that stuff because it's so it's it's something different like you know you i don't I'm, people get used to like the action and the this and that stuff blowing up i'm like i've seen that i have seen it all so when you can do something different it really blows my mind yeah mm-hmm. i feel the same i i know that most of the time when i see movies like there's very few movies i'll actually go to the theater to go to see um or am excited for and so i try to look out and see what like actually looks interesting i know the next movie i'm excited for is guillermo del toro's new movie uh the sound of water so i'm looking to that looks pretty cool and i mean guillermo del toro always does cool and interesting things i love pretty much everything he's done so um i'm excited for that movie it comes out december mid-december i think so yeah Another movie I'm excited about, if you haven't read the book, I suggest it, Ready Player One. Um, I heard uh, Chet has had that book. I have no idea what it's about, and all I know is that uh, some of my friends have said it's a little sexist or something like that. So. It's, uh, just, <laughs> you just got to read it. I mean, like, it's it's, it's 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 one of my favorite books. I think it's my top, somewhere in my top five. I, mean, I read a lot of books, so it's like, how, how do I tell one person that this, like, it? For that genre, for like sci-fi kind of weird shit area and future. Oh, is it a sci-fi novel? Kind of. Uh, it's hard to explain because you need. Okay. It, but that's okay. like <laughs> if if you do and of course they're making the movie. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be like I'm like I'm I don't know how they're gonna make that into reality. Like that's like I'm like God. Like you know when when you read something and you like get all the information, you just make up shit in your head. Like, yeah. I, that's all you do. You know, you're, you're not, the scenes don't play out the way you do on, like, a movie. So you don't know what's going yeah. on. So you're like, you're just making shit up. You're like, oh, he has blonde hair. He has red hair. Oh, uh, they have green hair. Like, you could think of anything. Um, so, you know, I want to see how they're going to do it. It's you know, it's crazy seeing that. This is, I mean, it's like a, it's a best-selling book. I'm not going to lie. That's, I'll put it, I, I would say number two of my, my list. I mean, it depends on where you put it like in the area because i have books that are like okay for manga this is the best manga just in terms of chapter this and that blah 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 in terms of like motivational crap this is where you got to go but there's like so many different things stephen king of course there's his stuff is just too much harry potter is a little too much too yeah the harry potter yeah, just blows my mind sometimes i'm like that's just <laughs> like what the f- like dude you've thought of a universe like a different world and like it, it's complicated too because there's a lot of spells and shit i'm like i can't keep up with all these like when guardian leviosa and tense uh, what are you know fire spells i'm like you know all the different lore and stuff that is made yeah. up and lord of the rings gosh they have their they, someone made their own damn language i'm not gonna learn that 
Okay. Yeah, no, I remember I read The Hobbit when I was a kid in, in like, elementary. I used to read a lot, and then I completely... Manga made me stop reading real books. <laughs> and now I basically only... The only time I'll read an actual book is if it's a Japanese translated light novel, which makes me feel like such a weeaboo. <laughs> and that's the only time I'm excited to read a book. Like, I read... Uh, a while ago, I read Welcome to the reread Welcome to the NHK because I really like it, and I've been reading Bacano, those light novels they've been releasing, and I'm just like, I'm a fucking mess. I need to start reading real books like a like an educated person instead of comic books. Uh, dude, I I went to that phase like I don't know for like a year or two. Like it was like, and this was when like Naruto was like the thing. So I have I have like fifty, I have sixty volumes maybe of naruto so like it was like an obsession of mine like oh jesus when is the next now you know i was waiting for the next one next one next one next week is coming out next week i'm gonna you know of course you know now people are just pirate shit so i just of course i don't do any of that just you know to let you i yeah no no everybody pirates at least a little bit it's almost impossible now but i i actually prefer reading manga one of the reasons i don't keep up on a lot of manga is i prefer to read it uh physically I don't like I, I like touching real books, so there's very few manga I keep up with online. I'm I'm just starting to get into reading more, so but it sucks because I want to touch the pages and I want to smell the book that book it's, that good it, book like smell. There's, there's something about it, like you know, like you can read manga online, of course, for free, but it's not the same as holding it. I don't know what it yeah. is, and like, but I don't have the room for it. Like that's another <laughs> problem. <laughs> that's why I stopped getting manga because I I have like a huge stack. I mean. I can see like forty Naruto books like right over there. It's like not. It's like it's like in there and like crazy. So it's just not. It's not. I can't. I can't. Can't get any more. Like if I keep getting more, I'm gonna build a damn library of manga. Like there's no. You know I have a lot of friends who are like like have like ridiculous amount of manga. I'm talking about like their whole room is like manga and you know everything. And I'm like I can't. I can't have that because then it's not gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. I'm gonna need, need to get like the three three four five foot bookcases just for everything so yeah i try to slow that down and you know of course i'll read i'll purchase maybe one every i try to limit it to like one or two every like two three months because it's not if i keep getting some oh my gosh stacks stacks and stacks also i have real yeah. books i also read real yeah. books which makes it a bigger problem i mean if yeah you read i real try books, to yeah, I try to read stuff online and then I'll buy my favorite series. So I'm not because before when I first started reading manga and it wasn't wildly widely available online, I'd read a lot of series and and they'd end up sucking and then I'd have 20 volumes of this series. It's not very good. So um, now I'm now I kind of just focus on series I really like. I know currently um, I've been I've already read, but I've been getting uh, Oyasumi Poon Poon is a manga I really like. It's very depressing, very fucked up. As as we've now laid out, that's what I enjoy. Um, but so I've been slowly buying those as they've been coming. I think they're all out in America now, but they the books are fairly fat. Do I have one over here? I do. Um, and so they're like twenty bucks each because they didn't release them in the Japanese format. Um, so, but yeah, like big books. Uh, what? Like that? Okay, you tell. What is? Is that really? That's huge. Yeah. yeah so we have four books. I think three or four books of this. 
So uh, the, I really like this this manga because um, the uh, the main character it, it's it's a story a very depressing story about this kid whose life is going okay, and then it starts it just kind of it follows him growing up basically up until college. And uh, what the first really bad thing that happens in his life is his uh, father domestically abuses his uh, mother and his family falls apart. And then everything kind of goes downhill from there. But all of the characters in the series are drawn as real people, but the main character and his family are all drawn as these weird little cartoon birds. Mm-hmm. Um, like yes. that. And so it's a, it's a really interesting, um, and, and Poon Poon, the main character, his, his, uh, appearance actually changes throughout the series, depending on what his life, what's going on in his life. He actually, some really dark stuff happens to him and he starts taking on this like demon form later in the series. And it, it is not for the faint of heart. And like, there is suicide rape like violent like abuse so it it is not for the faint of heart it does not make you feel good reading it but i really enjoyed it still so it's a good series if you like being depressed like me apparently <laughs> yeah i don't know what that is like I, i'm not i'm not one of those people that like i love dark shit like don't get me wrong i like i like death i like it has violence or anything man i i it, but there's like a like a tipping point for me. It's like mm-hmm. once it gets way too dark, like you know, of course suicide. I'm, I'm I don't know what it is about that. Like I'm like okay, we're cool. Like it it can't have all three. It can't have rape, suicide, murder, and everything because sometimes it gets too deep. Like I'm like yeah. I mean in this in this book they uh, don't glorify any of it. I mean it, they all take it because I know there's sometimes in, in series where they they glorify it and make it like an actual like sexual thing for people to get off to but in in this and like i always use an example i don't think people should put rape in stories very often because it is pretty fucked up but a series that does it really well is berserk berserk Berserk, oh it's fucked up scene like it makes you like you shouldn't feel sexually aroused while you're reading that It, it should make you feel really bad and uncomfortable which is the scene in berserk it makes you feel really fucking bad and really fucking uncomfortable. Okay, great, because... And I, it puts you in, too, as somebody, like, observing what's happening. Yeah, great, because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that scene was the most fucked up scene I've ever, you know, ever. I don't know what it is about that. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? And, you know, I'm not one of those people that freaks out, like, you know, murder, death, this, you know, something fucked up happens. You know, like, get back up. You know, I'm one of those, get back up on your feet and yeah but that i was like oh shit you know i mean i just want revenge revenge i want you like kill him he needs to die like that was like (laughs) my my whole purpose i'm like he needs to i don't know something has to happen he needs he he needs to get raped by another dude that's what i said that should have been the plot twist um Uh. (laughs) just to make it even darker like you know when you think of fucked up shit, especially like when you like, oh shit, well that's really fucked up. Uh, make it more fucked up. I just want to see yeah. the, the worst. I don't know why I enjoy fucked up stuff sometimes. Like, like why do you enjoy like that is fucked up? 
but then I just go yeah. along. I'm like, I know. But sometimes, sometimes you just want to know what happens. Like, for example, Oyasumi uh, Poon Poon, which I was reading. The reason I read it is there's a very the author uh, and artist uh, Asano. He wrote another uh, manga called Solonin that was pretty popular, and it that was more. It was less fucked up, but some some very upsetting things happen in it, and I it really moved me. It was a very emotional book, and uh, it is a more lighthearted ending than this is. Uh, so I wanted to read more of his work because I really enjoyed it, and that's when I I looked up and I said, "Oh, this this one looks good," and then like two books in, I was like, "Oh." This is really, this is really something, but I was like too into it. I was like, I gotta know what happens. <laughs> so, and then I, I stuck with it through the whole thing. I cried. I cried so bad at the end of that. <laughs> I don't know. I can't cry to books. I don't know what it is about books. They just. I can't cry at video games of all things. What? There's only, there's only a, well, part of it is because I don't really like RPGs anymore because I don't have the time to put into playing them. So I play a lot of, not story-based games, so like fighting games and rhythm games. But I can. The only game I've ever cried at was Mother Three. If you, that's the sequel to Earthbound. Oh, it, it, uh, Japanese-only release. Yeah. You have to play it. Uh, at, like on a. There's some translations that exist. There's quite a few translations that exist online. But that game is one of the few RPGs that I very much enjoy because. Somebody actually got me to play it because they told me there's a rhythm game aspects built into the battle system, which is interesting. So if you hit your attack buttons to go with the music, you'll actually get crits. Um, so that's how they got me. They're like, you should play Mother 3, Nikki. You'd really love it. And so I played it and I got really into it. And that game, like, uh, mild spoiler, but it happens within the first part of the game. Uh, your mom dies like within the first part of the game it like fucks up your dad <laughs> and then you go on an adventure to go find your your twin because uh so it's klaus the orange-haired kid uh lucas uh, yeah because klaus is a a colorway in i think it's super smash brothers where lucas has orange hair and a different color shirt so that's his twin brother klaus your twin brother runs away and so you basically go on an adventure to go find your twin brother um, and that's the plot of the story, but it gets more in depth. But there's some pretty fucked up scenes dealing with your mom throughout that game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. While, while having that, that beautiful, I don't know if you've seen the game, but I mean, it's very colorful, very uh, cute game. Really kind of 16 bit, I think, game. So it really kind of set the uh, the mood for like being like a cutesy fun like Earthbound was pretty fun, and then this is like, damn, everybody's dying. <laughs> Yeah, I love fighting games and that stuff. Of course, I, I'm a shooter too, as well. So I'm like, I love it all. I don't know what it is. Like, you know, everyone like I, I ever meet is like a specific genre. Like, mm-hmm. mobile games will ruin your life. Okay, do not start yes. playing stuff because you know I you just get addicted. No matter what it is, it could be something simple like tapping your phone just like a hundred times, like Flappy Bird. I, I got addicted to that for like. 12 days it was like non-stop you know be like what what's going on i got look i'm all, you know i got to 500 just to let y'all know can beat my score nobody can beat my score okay but mm-hmm. people send me stuff like hey i beat your score i'm like no 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 you know no you didn't i don't believe you but it's like so it's so i mean i can't like there's this rap one like on ps2 it was a long time ago but it was like this this i don't know if they ever brought it back but it was like this uh he was like a dog he rapped and he rapped the rapper yeah rapper rapper 
Draft the Rap. That's actually one of my favorite games. I wish I could show you my collection of Draft of the Rap and merchandise in my home. I lost it. I don't know where it is. I, I've I, I've been meaning to play. I heard it's harder than like if you play it now, it's harder than you remember playing it. That's what. Uh, because the timing is really. Uh, if you play it on Vita, it's actually they. Um, it's a lot easier. But the timing on the PS One, uh, or even if you basically if you own the PS One game and you play it, the timing's really jacked up. So you like actually have to push the button like, yeah, it's like, it's actually easier for me to play if I don't look at the screen and I just like, I look at the screen real quick and, and memorize like the buttons I need to push. And then if I look down and just click it to what I'm hearing instead of what I'm seeing on the screen. So, uh, but perhaps the rapid two is very easy and yeah, I, I don't like, I, Parappa the Rapper 2 has some good things about it, but I enjoy Parappa. And then there was a uh, game that came out in the same universe called Um Jammer Lammy about a guitar playing lamb, which is a more fun game, more difficult, and the timing on it is a little bit better than Parappa. So. Parappa, man. I don't know if they re- I hope I don't know. I want a sequel or a third or whatever. I forget what it was at, but that was my life for like a year. I was just playing that thing over and over and over. And it wasn't even like... I wasn't very good because I was pretty bad. Not gonna lie, and I was like, I there's like levels like I was like, I cannot get past this. Like I was, I was just like screaming, and you know, of course, you had it to the controller to someone else. Like you try this, see if you can do it. You know, and then all you see yeah, is the- someone else do it like in ten seconds. I'm like, how did you get past that part? He's like, just do this. I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, the problem with those games, I don't think they'd actually do very well now, uh, because I think the part of the reason Parappa the Rappa did well and became such a iconic um, underground game is because there wasn't as much ways to gather information when that game came out about what it was about. So you see it, and they had ads for it not really showing what the play style was like. It was just like, oh, this cartoon rapping dog. Okay. The commercials and- were best because it was like, it, was just, it wasn't even the game. It was just like a story. Like it was just not a cool kind of rapping, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the humor in the game is very childish. Um, the difficulty of the game uh, for the original Parappa honestly comes just from the timing issues. I'm doing up the scale a bit. Uh, and then Parappa the Rapper 2, I guess there's ways you can make it more difficult, but I haven't, played with it but the, i think the problem with the game they actually uh the guys who made Parappa the rapper and another very popular rhythm game called guitar man uh with a couple months ago they were trying to kickstart a game that was going to be the predecessor to Parappa the rapper uh called rap rabbit and it was they had a really cool interesting um new style on how to play it uh but they did. It didn't. They didn't hit his goal, so I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, but they they had things where you had to actually learn from the uh, learn through about characters you were battling against through conversations, and then during your rap battle, you'd have diff. You'd also have to do it on timing, but you had different things you could say, and those like. It was like, oh, they, they they take badly to criticism. So mm-hmm. you'd have a line like, you're so bad or whatever. I can't remember. They, they, did, they showed a quick storyboard with how the rapping style would go. Uh, and I was I was really jazzed for it, but I think part of the problem is nobody wants to play pay forty to sixty dollars for a game with only six songs on it. There's not a lot of re- 
play value or like hours you can put into that game. So it almost, unless you're a big fan of rhythm games, you're not going to get those weird, like back when Parappa came out, those people who are just curious, like this game's weird. I know nothing about this game, but I'm going to buy it. Mm. So like, I, I, I don't think another Parappa would do as much as I'd want to see it. Cause I'm a huge Parappa fan. I don't think it would do well in I- what gaming is nowadays. Yeah, I totally, I agree and disagree at the same time because I feel like, you know, you just mentioned that to me and I was like, what, they're going to make another one? No, but like, there's no marketing. Nobody knows when this, like, there's no startup, like, you know, of course you have like, you know, crowdfunding and all that, but I don't see them on the crowdfunding sites. Like I go to crowdfunding sites every once in a while. It doesn't tell me Parappa the Rappa 3 is coming out or 4. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Parappa. I mean, it, and basically Rabbit the people, or, yeah, the people, yeah the people who knew about it were the people who are fans of those games and are already fault. Like the reason I found about it is I follow the company. It's like uh, Ana Oshana or something. I forget their name. It's like a weird company that produced Parappa the Rappa both one and two and I'm Jammer Lammy. I follow their Twitter because I'm a huge fan of their old work. I think they make weird Japanese only like really kid oriented games now. But I saw that on their Twitter and I was like, holy shit. And so that's basically it's information that goes around in the rhythm gaming community. And a lot of people like if you look at Parappa, it looks kind of childish and weird. So I mean, I shared it on my Facebook and I was like, everybody go go put your money into this this game looks so cool and everybody's like oh, i don't know this looks kind of weird a rapping rabbit and it wasn't like it was like feudal everybody it was set in feudal japan so no it wasn't like it did, i know parappa had that kind of uh rap culture uh draw to it mm-hmm. but rap rabbit was weird because it was jap like old Edo period japanese aesthetic mm-hmm. And they just happen to rap. <laughs> See, the, I think that's a huge problem. Like, nobody knows where to go. And then also people don't know that you made this other game. Like, like of course, that's with, like, actors or movies, anything. Like, if I don't know your name, like, I'm most likely not going to watch you ever again. Because I don't know who you are. So I'm like, yeah. Oh. So it's like the I exposure mean- part. Like, you don't get any of that. So, and you don't, people don't know, like, hey, this rabbit game was made by Parappa Rappa. You know, then nobody. I mean, yeah, they 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 did advertise that, but again, it's just like the people that are going to keep up with that stuff are people who are fans of rhythm games. Which our our community is small and dedicated, and um, it we don't get newbies coming in very much because it's a very you have to love rhythm games to really get into them. So like to the point that myself and some of my friends are like, I collect rhythm games. I have. It's it's actually kind of expensive too, because especially with older rhythm games, I like I have to have a PS2 because if I were to play that game on like a PS3, it has weird lag time, and I have controllers that specifically are for PS2, so I can play my rhythm games. I've got a Poppin' Music Sega Dreamcast controller, a Beat Mania controller, Taiko no Tatsujin like Taiko drums and stuff like that. Yeah, that stuff is yeah, it's not the same. I mean, I was playing Crash Bandicoot. Uh, the remastered version that thing is 20 times harder because the the polygons and that that stupid leg they they're not the exact same so you might if you plan the ps2 you would jump and you would get on the platform you'd be like yes i did it finally and this one you get on the same thing it's just a little off uh, off enough so if you barely don't make it it just throws you on the the ground so it really like it's not built for it so it's like it's not designed for it so then it causes problems and you're like i can't beat this game anymore 
Like it's 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 way too difficult. I don't know what the deal is. Like don't change the polygons. Just don't change the polygons on the feet, no less. Like you want to make that better art or whatever. I'm like, yeah. It's not if it's not functional. The first thing is if you're making a fighting game or making any type of game, make it functional first. Then worry about aesthetics. Um, yes, that's very important. Like come up with something that's gonna draw people in and make them wanna like actually play which is typically artwork and things like that i don't like playing broken games it's so it bothers me so much i'm like this game is broken it's broken mm-hmm. and of course i i mean there's so many other things that are great i mean but then it's like why does one game get more popular than another it, mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense i mean minecraft is like people are just up it like minecraft is like one of the biggest games like i never thought that was going to be a thing i was like this is cool like there would be, I thought it was going to be like a normal indie game, but that thing just hit the stratosphere. And I think it was because people could do their own stuff, create their own things and do all that stuff. And it went somewhere I never thought it would. Like they come up with mini games, hungry games, there's this and that in there, like so much incorporated into it. And, mm-hmm. it's, and it's like, man, that's a billion dollar idea right there. Like, you know, you need to make a game that hits everybody instead of like a niche community. I mean, we're the niche community, me and you. Right, we want yeah. rapper parappa. I want more parappa rapper. It's just like that's all I, I, I just need that in my life. I'm like, where can I sign up? You know, it, what do you need, man? Like, I, you know, I just want, I need, I need that out. That's the first time I heard of it. So, okay, uh, well, uh, look into it because uh, I mean, there's a chance it might come around, but I don't know. I, I, I hope it does, but they might have dropped it just because there wasn't enough interest. So, yeah. What do you think about like indie games? Like, I mean, there's so many that come out. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is not cool. I mean, I love. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what it is. Like, uh, I know I really enjoyed Guacamelee when it came out. That game is. I, I, I tend to go towards games with interesting play styles or if they have really interesting artwork. Uh, that's very. I know there's um, a game I've been wanting to play that is an indie game that I heard a lot of good things about called Night in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, really cute anim- uh, animal characters. Uh, I know. The, what is it called? The, there's the blue haired girl, and it's like a, a story. It's not a game, it's more like a visual novel that's animated. Uh, God damn it. They just came out with a new new part of it. It's a girl who can like travel through time and she takes pictures and you can like look at pictures and like change the past and the future and stuff like that. I'm thinking, <sighs> I'm thinking of anime now. I don't know why. Um, a game. Um, I was thinking I of Steinscape. I don't know why I'm thinking Steinscape, but uh, I know the characters' names, so I could just look it up. Hair. But I don't know. That's uh, indie games are great. I think Life is Strange. Oh, Life. Hmm, I gotta check that out. It was, it, yeah, it was a indie game that came out. It's a, on Steam. It's an ep- episodic graphic adventure game, um, and it was really interesting, really cool. They just recently came out with a uh, another part of the game that uh, is basically a prequel mm-hmm. to the. They just came out with episode one, so they release it in episodes, and it takes about a year. I think is how long the last one took, but you you play through like basically part one, and it's cool because it gives you time to like speculate and sit on it and see like, oh, what if I did this instead and stuff like that. So it won a lot of a lot of rewards. So is it like a kind of like a Telltale game or Tell something games? You you know they're like it's like like Monkey Island stuff. You, you don't know what like Telltale games are, do you? Have you ever played? No, one? I thought I thought 
Telltale, Telltale Games was a, uh, a it's a story it, story type of game. Like so, it's like it, it's also a video game company, which is what I was thinking because Telltale made Minecraft. They so. made they made a yeah yeah that's the one I'm talking about. I think yeah yeah they made oh. Minecraft like a story mode. They made Walking Dead. They made. Uh, it's different from the Walking Dead series, like the, the TV show. So, but it's a, uh, I forget they made like six or seven different stories about different characters. But it's like you make your own decisions and shit. I mean, that stuff makes me nervous because I'm like, ah, oh, should have saved this person, should have killed that person. Like it's like real, real dark stuff when you get to it. Um, I I suggest you try one. I mean, like they're 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 pretty good. I mean, like you can buy the episode separately, which is I don't know how that works. I think it's like twenty bucks or something for each, or for like a whole series or something, but mm-hmm. you play the game. It's just a story. You make decisions. Maybe every once in a while you move around and stuff, but it's like you watching and deciding where the movie goes or deciding where the episode goes, uh, and then it carries on to the next episode. It, it tailors to whatever you do, um, and you have like six, seven decisions, and then there's like twenty, thirty different endings to the thing. So. There's a lot of ways it could end, a lot of ways it could... And then they have, of course, there's many seasons to each of them. I mean, Minecraft story mode, that's the one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've played it, it's pretty good. Um, of course, you know, you go this way, then, you know, it's, it's interesting. So I do suggest you try one of those, man. I think okay. that's the future. That is the future in terms of, like, <laughs> what what games, story games are going to be. Because the way they do is, like, okay, Square... If you play on PlayStation, sorry for the Xbox guys. I'm, I can't remember X, Z, Y, or whatever else you have. But, you know, you click square, you decide to save this person instead of saving that person. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, that, that's kind of how uh, Life is Strange is. So. And I also, I want, like, you could put anything in there. You could put Saw. Like, I, I've always thought about Saw becoming a, one of those Telltale games. Because, I mean, it's, of course, it's dark. It's really gritty. Of course, you're gonna be killing people. You're gonna decide your own story. So, of course, that's my idea. If you steal my idea, copyright right now. Okay. Yeah. Because I came up with that first. Okay, you've heard it here. Nobody has said that before. So I'll, I'll file a lawsuit. But there's like the the aspect of it, like you know, deciding, making your story, and ends up here. So, mm. uh, you can do that with anything. I mean, I bet they can make anime or anything into that, incorporate into that, and it would be different from the main stories or like different things that happen and you could i mean there's so many ideas i mean like i've heard of people saying you should make this a telltale game you should make that a telltale game like make everything a telltale game like it's 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 such a a cool experience i've never had anything like that first one was walking dead for me which i thought was cool because it's not it's not the characters from the walking dead it's different characters i mean it's kind of related but it's unrelated at the same time yeah yeah sad it's very sad you you'll be you'll be crying a few times i cried a few i'll times. check it out <laughs> all right but yeah that's that's what i thought all right well i guess we can end it here because it's, it's a lot of telltelling no one listens to prap rapper i mean <laughs> nobody nobody i don't know why people don't like it i've had i there's a, there's plenty of a fan base trust me so i i don't know too many poor people i guess so <laughs> yeah all right um and this was episode 66 something like something and uh thank you guys for listening it was i don't know if you liked everything that we talked about i mean probably love the it part because i've been talking about it for about two weeks so oh man <laughs> they're probably tired of the the, the turtle <laughs> yeah. but whatever guys um, no 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 cosplay talk again this time <laughs> uh, see, look look 
I never, I'm never, get, <laughs> we never get to that part. Like I'm always like, we should talk about cosplay. But then, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, too, we're too many, too much nerds. I mean, if we only talked about cosplay, that would make, uh, I mean, I have enough to talk about that isn't cosplay. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, that's like the reason why I, well, I wanted to talk to you at first. Just like cosplay. I don't even know anything about cosplay. So it's like. Me like asking questions. So, so you dress up like what? What? What do you wear? Like what? You know, it's all me nerdy. Like how do you make that that way? You know, and like mm-hmm. my favorite, of course, my hero academia. I love their clothing. So like seeing yeah. people wear the clothing, like I, I'm like okay. So how are you going to wear that? Like I saw someone wear the, the not the combat suits, but one of Deku suits or something, and totally is uh the gym uniforms with the lines. Is there gym uniforms? I don't know. I, I, I just call it gym uniforms when they're doing like the tests. They wear their. I've seen well, one of the those. I, I think I've seen yeah. people wear the. But it's so. It's probably the most popular one, just because it's like easy to get. Actually, they're selling it at Spirit now. The the Halloween the, store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. See, yeah, I love cosplay. I don't know. It's so hard because like, what type of clothing you're gonna wear? Like this and that. Like. The colors matter to me. Like, if it's like an offshoot color, I'm like, what are you doing? That doesn't look anything like that. But then I see someone who, like, has the perfect aspect of what I'm doing, right? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I like seeing all, and especially when someone does it, like, super creatively. Like, there's some of those clothings that I'm like, how are you going to make that happen? Like, it's impossible. Of course, someone just shows up, and I'm like, oh, my God, how did you do? Oh, my God. It looks exactly like I saw it. And, and it's like tailor made for them. It's like what? But it's cool. It's cool. The costumes are amazing. I've never, never, I would never diss anyone. I, I made that mistake once. Never diss people <laughs> where. Because I was like, nah, look at like, oh, Whatever. But we'll get to cosplay next time. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll have you on in a few months again. And that was, yeah, that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Um, 